Start Welcome <laughs> to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Have you ever taken a handful of M&Ms and put them in your pocket? <laughs> no. And then have your husband go, what the hell are you doing? Also, no. <laughs> Just checking. Also, I ate Don't one move. of those M&Ms. Out of her pocket? <laughs> Out of her pocket. <laughs> you want one of the floor M&Ms? Yes. Those the best she's ones. very free with their M&Ms. <laughs> They're in a protective candy shell. <laughs> Hello, my name's Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre I have or a thriller. I have science fiction. And clean m and <laughs> My m ms are dirty. I have science fiction fantasy. one off the floor. <laughs> it's my floor. Ten second rule. I have drama. You have no idea how long it was there. And I always have peanut butter M&M's in my desk at work. Ew. But they're in the bag. <laughs> I'm John, and I have my own bag of M&M's that Elaine's not allowed to touch. I it's would not eat M&M's out of my desk at work if they were just loose. That's just oh, asking Oh, that's crazy I talk. keep them in the bag. That's disgusting. I buy them so that I can use them when I assess students. <laughs> but I eat most of them. <laughs> I do use them for that. But I eat most of them. Anyway. <laughs> We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list. But maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. But not today. Today, no. Yeah, it's- what's today? It's your birthday? Shit, I forgot your present. Damn. <laughs> Already. No, it's Carly's birthday. My birthday. Oh, is it? Very well, I said that weird. I know. <laughs> It's my birthday. It's Kermit the Frog's birthday. <laughs> said that as weird as like I said that. Oh, no, they only got that. <laughs> Sound like a petite customer. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, she did. It's my uh, pick for Carly's birthday, and I picked 1985's Teen Wolf. And I thought, that's a weird choice. <laughs> <laughs> Same. This is an ordinary high school student discovers that his family has an unusual pedigree when he finds himself turning into a werewolf. I mean, if that's not a movie for Carly, I don't know what is. I just don't understand why you picked this. Especially since he has our picks picked out months in advance. We talked about Teen Wolf. This was like six months ago. And, and I was he like, was like, I'm doing it for Carly's birthday. <laughs> because I looked at it and said it was a drama and a romance. I'm not like, Elaine's. Not Tony's. Because <laughs> I'm broadening your horizon. See, I could have... I could have went easy route and been like, oh, I'm going to pick me before you because it's, a, it's oh. a drama movie. Oh, shots fired. Or I could pick, what's, a, what's another drama movie? How do you respond to that, Elaine? Uh, fuck your couch. Damn. <laughs> it's your couch, too. And fuck it. And fuck it. Okay, anyway. But I'm broadening. Broadening. Bridling. 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 No, that's what we're doing in June. Bridling. Oh. Bridling. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> but, so this movie, this movie. Hmm. Um, was written by some guy. Some guy? Yeah, which guy? His name is Jeff. Jeff Loeb. J-E-P-H. I think that's he's, how you say he's Jeff. He's not some guy. Loeb, yeah. He wrote a lot of Batman comics. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tony's like, this sorry. is an important and, guy? Batman and, comics? And I would like you to give him and his Commando. <laughs> and he also wrote Commando. Daredevil. Well, you know, he has some bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, there's that guy. What's your favorite one he wrote? Oh. Hush. Oh, I didn't know he wrote Hush. Yeah. Or I would have known that. Okay. Long Halloween's good too, but he did Hush. Batman Superman. <laughs> it's a good series. Interesting. This is directed by Rod Daniel, who you'll remember from a couple episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, I love that Rod that Daniel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he also directed Canine, starring Jim Belushi. And Beethoven's Beethoven second. second. 
He's done a he lot. He must have gone to Switzerland after. And Home right? Alone four. <laughs> no, but, four. Wow. But let's just see. He did Teen Wolf, Beethoven Second, and K Nine. What's with all the dog movies? Mm. <laughs> What's wrong with your dog? <laughs> okay, here, buddy. All right, so this stars oh, then Michael J. Fox, who is not a welcome back to the podcast. Okay. No, because he does good movies, and you haven't oh. picked the secret to my success yet. <laughs> I, that's all. I should have picked. Or that actually, actually, actually you should have gone with Doc Hollywood. That one's even better. Oh, Doc TV Hollywood. Too. Yeah, this um, he did the little movie also came out in nineteen eighty five that eclipses just a little bit. It's called Back to the Future. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like that movie. <laughs> everybody likes that movie. I don't have to be everybody. You like that? Movie. You like the first one? It's fine. But he's Michael J. Fox, which it's we not, all know. We know all know from people that feel movie about he did with Jimmy Woods. The Back to the Future, the way they feel about like Star Wars, they're like, "This is so great," and I'm just like, "It's a movie." Mm. But also starring James Hampton, who played um, Harold Howard, which we all you know love him from Teen Wolf too. Someday I might pick. He Atlantis also was in Sling Blade, mm-hmm. and a bunch of stuff you've never seen. <laughs> Are you sure I've never seen it? Mm-hmm. Jerry Levine, who plays Styles, mm-hmm. which everybody knows him from that great movie Canine, starring Jim Belushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born on the Fourth of July, um, he's been in a lot of TV. Uh, he was also in Wag the Dog. He was media guy number two. So yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna go with Susan or City, who played Boof, which is just fun to say. Mm. And we all know Boof from that, you know, that 1982 classic Zapped. Oh, was she in Zapped? Yeah. Yep. Wow. The director saw her in this and was like, there's my boof. Okay. There's my boof. And he was like, is boof short or something? Yes. It's a nickname. <laughs> it's in the trivia. <laughs> the character has an actual name because she's named after an actual person. Oh. What was it? Let me see if I can find it. Because I did Arena? not read the trivia. Yeah. Uh, her so. name is Lisa Boof Marconi and was based on one of, oh, one of the writer's high school girlfriends. And that was really her name. Boof. Boof! Lisa Boof Marconi. And I've always wondered whatever happened to old Lloyd Griffin, who played Pamela. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And she's been in something called Cheerleader Camp, ah. Drug Runners, Okay. The Burning Zone, all shit you've never heard of. I bet there was a lot of boobs in Cheerleader Camp. Probably. Oh, yeah. Which is strange for a movie that should supposedly be about girls being cheerleaders, but I bet it ends up with a bunch of boobs. Mm-hmm. I bet if you ever want to see Pamela Wells' boobs, I bet you that's where you have to go. I thought we were going to see him in this. Nah. I thought we were going to have tit-talk. But we didn't for a 1985 movie where we know she showed her boobs to mm-hmm. one character. We'll still talk Michael about J. it. Michael J. Fox got to look at him. There is right. uh, one guy in the movie. Uh, Nick? No. Uh, Who was like 37. Daryl. <laughs> Dale or Daryl. I don't know. He's, he's like the sixth basketball player. But he was in Godzilla that we did. So. Oh. I was like, that dude's familiar. Oh, he was in that Godzilla movie we yeah. did. And he was in a couple of things, but yeah, that was it. There's really no one. I mean, other than Michael J. Fox, there's a big drop off. No, the guy that plays Chubby was in A League of Their Own, was in Leprechaun, was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, he's been in a lot of things, but there's quite a drop off from Michael J. Fox to that dude. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hang out a lot. <laughs> I mean, like when you talk about, about the great oh, actors. Doug of the- Savant. Yeah, he was on Desperate Housewives, and wasn't he even in Bill Rose Place? He probably was on Melrose. I think so. He's on Lucifer. He's done a shit ton of TV. On, uh, now I'm going through. Well, Scott Pollan, who pl- was, um, who played a Mr. Lolly, mm-hmm. he was in Nine Hundred Two and Zero. So there's that. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's um, 
Let's talk about some things here. Oh, we need to give the Metacritic score, which was 25. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, so there's your qualification right there. My sister was like, Teen Wolf? You guys can do Teen Wolf? I was like, oh, yeah, all the ratings are low enough. That Why did she think Teen Wolf was... I think because she thinks of it as like one of those movies that everybody saw so everybody well, knows it and this might be why because the budget was 1.2 million and it made 80 million dollars i mean most awesome. of that is because back to the future came out right before it yeah and a lot of places they were trying to make a pseudo sequel they also in a lot of countries they changed the name of the character to marty i watched a thing on it a little really? bit they filmed yeah. this in 21 days that's amazing bam the especially only with like makeup, the makeup. They they fucking around. Nah. the only reason they were able to do this is because the mom on family ties was pregnant and they had to delay filming of the series so she could have a baby and then he was able to do this movie hmm. but if she had had a baby watch family ties if she hadn't had a baby, then uh, he would have been too busy being Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> I love that show. But anyway. Um, what did you think going in Carly? I thought, this is a weird pick for my birthday. <laughs> but I've never seen it, so maybe there's stuff in there I'm not, you know, expecting. I'm there's sure some there real is. drama and romance that I'm not expecting. <laughs> sure you weren't expecting that party scene. <laughs> Elaine? Um, I thought, oh, I remember this being a good movie. Riveting. Tony? I was like, I, I've been wanting to rewatch this, and I haven't watched it recently. You um, always say, I always say, oh. And you always say, I'm never going to rewatch this. It's Carly's the only one who ever says anything interesting. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just one of those things where I'm always like, I want to rewatch this, but then I never sit down, I never remember it. And then John's like, oh, I watched this seven times last week. I'm like, Jesus, you could have called me, man. <laughs> I think I just need to, to talk to John about what he's watching. <laughs> I necessarily like, need to come over. What are you doing right now? Like, if you'd have called me two hours before you came over, hey, what are you doing? I'm, I'm about watching, to watch Spider-Man. Watch well, it. hold on. <laughs> I'm watching like, Universal Soldier. Son Carly of a bitch. is watching me before you, but she can drive herself. I'll come <laughs> over and watch Spider-Man with you. <laughs> I did Not think wrong. it was funny that Tony, who always comes in and sits right at the dining room table, went straight downstairs to Spider-Man. He comes in. Hey, what you watching? He knew. <laughs> no, I, 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 normally when I get here, you're going into the kitchen and John's, you know, running around the house or something. So I'm not going to go around the house following him. But if he's sitting you down. You can't, though. No. He wouldn't mind. <laughs> but then if he's sitting on the couch downstairs, I'll come down and watch, see what he's watching. As long as he's not going in the bathroom, he really doesn't care. <laughs> he does care about the bathroom, though, because he locks the door and there's only two people who live in this house. <laughs> Unless there's a ghost. Well, the dust can just go right through the door. <laughs> I know, right. over by your house yep. in the field. See? I saw it. Yeah, so <laughs> that was legit. <laughs> so let's talk about some reviews. Okay. Here's one from J.M. Ackelrell. Uh, this was from 2007. And it says, it. talk about fun. Okay. So if, if you get over the fact that there's no way this can actually happen, this is a really fun movie. How does he know? Is that... that? Uh, a problem for some people. <laughs> Wait, are werewolves real? I mean, maybe. I really, I they play basketball. Saying it's not realistic enough. <laughs> and he goes on for a while after that. But I picked this because he had to start off with that—the fact that this couldn't happen. Like, okay. wait a minute. Like, if you have to have a movie that has to be real, then you can't watch most movies. Actually, I don't know any werewolves, so I don't know if this is actually how they come to being. They might just—it hits puberty. All of a sudden, I they're covered know. in hair. That if suddenly a kid on the basketball team became a werewolf, people wouldn't just be like, all right, huh. let's keep playing. <laughs> I don't imagine so. There would be some I mean, mass hysteria. <laughs> there would be something. 
Well, anyway, here's one. That was the good one, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Gave it five out of five. Ten out of ten, actually. But, mm-hmm. And here's one from Eddie Forty Nine from two thousand and four. Hello, this film sucked. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I love seeing comical Don't and glaring inaccuracies. Follow reviewers. Wait, wait, everybody gives it a three out of ten. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know you will. <laughs> hey, how do you follow up one of the best movies of all time, Back to the Future? How about a shitty movie about a werewolf in high school? Perfect. Uh, this was a one out of ten. Back to the Future now, is not one of the greatest movies of all time. This guy thinks it's one of the best movies of all time. It made all the money. We don't know which one was even filmed first. And Michael J. Back Fox was. probably wasn't like, this will be my follow-up to Back to the Future. You, <laughs> he probably you was imagine like, he would have signed on to do this before he... And they didn't know Back to the Future was going to be that right. either. It yeah. just happened to hit at the right time and people loved it. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like it's a sure thing. Yeah, that's true. But whatever. I mean, it... This movie would have been close to being done before Back Future ever came out. It's no so Monster it's a- Squad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you think the last time they made a movie knew it was going to make all the money was Endgame? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Jurassic Park. The second one. All right. That's everything, so I guess we should get into this movie. Uh, you can definitely do Doc Hollywood. <laughs> That's a fun movie. I think I might do a, a whole Michael J. Fox retrospective. Okay. You should. Why not? Sure. All right, so um, this movie opens yeah. to heavy breathing. Mm. Like this? Wait, we got it. <laughs> we got it covered. And we don't know it at the time because we see a very sweaty Scott Howard from underneath. So either it's a sex scene mm-hmm. or it's a basketball game. Those are my only two options. <laughs> basketball or sex. Every time I hear heavy breathing, I'm like, someone is fucking or playing basketball. <laughs> are you catching a D or doing a layup? <laughs> catching the D a D or catching involved. the B? Oh, there's definitely a lay involved with whatever's going on here. <laughs> but anyway, so he's just getting up off the floor, and he's getting ready to take a free throw. And he wipes his face. <sighs> These kids are sweaty. Oh, my gosh. Very, well, they're running so... up and down the court. Sweaty, like it's dripping, like so I sweaty. They weren't even that sweaty in Ben Affleck's movie. <laughs> they might have overdone it with the spraying them down. Yeah. yeah, a bit. All right, so he takes the shot and he misses. And you see that the dragons are destroying the beavers. They're really beating <laughs> up the old beaver. Yeah. Hell, even Chubby gets knocked over. Damn. All right. So after the during the ass whooping, the coach. Goes over to uh, from the Beavers. Goes over to the coach from the Dragons. Is like, hey, let's just we want to forfeit. And he's like, you want to forfeit the game? He's like, yeah. If we quit now, we can beat the five o'clock traffic. There's legit I mean, less than three minutes left yeah. in the game. <laughs> he's like, my players have league scoring records. It wouldn't be fair to them. Because fine, we'll play if it's that big a deal to you. I love this character, the coach. <laughs> the coach rules all the ass. Yeah. All right. So. Um, he sits down, and the vice principal, Thorne, comes over, and he says, it's not going so well, is it? And he goes, oh, what do you expect, Thorne? Look at the sneakers those guys are wearing. If our guys had sneakers like that, there's no telling what they could do. So then I paused and looked at the sneakers. They're both wearing Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> Adidas sponsored this movie. <laughs> Clearly, because you can see Mick's socks right at the beginning. Big old Adidas symbol right there. On their jerseys. The the, yeah. This is before Nike had everything on lockdown. That's well, true. Adidas isn't a lot of stuff. It's either going to be Adidas or Nike. There's no... Under Armour had a big thing for a minute, but they're going away. But I want to mention the number 42 
is Scott's number. What is significant about the number 42, Elaine? That's right, Jackie Robinson's number. I actually knew that he could have let me say it. Really? Yeah, really. You read it in the trivia. No. Damn it. But I do know that number 42 is Jackie Robinson's number. You know how I know? They made a movie about it. <laughs> Starring? Chadwick Boseman. That's right. Is that his last piece? Yeah. Boseman. Yes. And he was great in that. I really enjoyed that movie. It's not my favorite Chadwick Boseman movie, though. It's not my favorite baseball movie. What's my favorite baseball movie? 61. 61. Not Major League. What's your favorite Chadwick Boseman? Black Panther. Really? He was amazing. I just wasn't, I wasn't sure. I didn't not, think you uh, were all like... Infinity, we call it War? Yeah. Oh, that, that, that wasn't his movie. <laughs> he's great in it, though. He's great in it. I mean, he's barely in it. But <laughs> Give this man the shield. <laughs> All right, so. Um, yeah, so they're both wearing Adidas. But they wanted to make sure they talk about it, so you know this is hardcore product placement, because everybody stopped and looked at the sneakers. Went, wow, if I want to be good, I should wear Adidas, too. Anyway, so the Beavers... Or not, as the Beavers sucked. <laughs> so the Beavers are losing, but we have a game buzzer, and Scott's got the ball. Really playing this up. <laughs> and he throws a big hook shot, dun, 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 and he misses. Does anyone believe that Michael J. Fox is the world's greatest basketball player? <laughs> no. I was like, I think it's funny that they chose basketball for this movie, because he's like five feet tall. Also... Who cares if he gets this basket or misses? The score is like yeah. 57 to 12. 71 12. So in the locker room. The other team just were leaving while he's getting <laughs> the shots. They're already taking showers, getting in their cars. So in the locker room, um, Scott walks by Chubby's locker. He's like, whoo, what is that? Liverwurst? And he's like, supposed to be on a diet, Chubbs. Chubbs like, you can't smell that. He walks over, starts pulling food out of his locker. So then uh, he's like, I can smell that liverwurst from over there. And he goes, oh, yeah, right, underneath these, and grabs his sweat socks and puts them in his face. Yes. Yeah, but just then, okay. Styles comes in. Styles, who is not on the basketball team. No. But and who it doesn't seem like anybody likes. Not even... Um, Scott. Scott, in the beginning of this movie. It's like, like it's, it's very, it's unclear party, that they're so friends. Yes. He, so it looks like Styles is trying to get some money. He's like, hey, remember that seven bucks you owe me? And he's like, you owe me. How about loan me five? Loan me two. I think no. Styles is one of those guys that is always on. Yeah. So as long as you take him in small doses, you're like, he's a cool dude. But if you have to hang out with Styles a lot, you're like, get the fuck away from me, dude. <laughs> so then Styles gets shut down by all the beavers. So then he goes to the to the dragon's locker room and he finds lemonade. Lemonade, my man, what it is. Listen, I'm raising some cash for a school's Afro-American festival. Lemonade walks away. Yeah, he's not. Mick grabs him by the shirt. He says, Mick, can we talk? And they walk away. Mick is the boyfriend of Pamela, who's the, the big bad guy. Yeah. Who's he's the, but we'll get to him. Did you say Pamela is the big bad guy or Mick? Pamela is the big bad. I don't think either of them are the big bad. <laughs> oh, it's definitely Pamela. All right. Puberty surreal. <laughs> surreal protagonist. So Scott, go, it's funny you should mention that because Scott goes to talk to the coach, and the coach is shaving. Because you know what you do after a high school basketball game? Shave. Shave. Hey, maybe, in your maybe, maybe he's got a big date after the game. And he's maybe a, he lives I don't in think his so office. because what is he doing? <laughs> Look at his desk. He's got Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well. He's like, hey, Scott, great game to get. You want us to die or a win or something? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm good, coach. And he tries to... He tells, says, hey, look, I've been going through changes. And he's like, oh, that. Don't worry about that. We'll go through that. I've been hanging around the locker room all that much. He's like, no. You see, I just don't think I want to play on the team anymore. He goes, oh... You know, I had a, cu a kid a couple years back coming to me now, you know, talking about all the problems he had. 
And he goes, well, what happened to the kid? He goes, well, I cut him. He was, a, you know, he was a third <laughs> no, 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 no. He no. Did. I don't know what happened. He said he was. He said he had to he quit the team he a, to, get a job. to get a job to help his family out. And Scott's These like, what happened? People. And he said, well, he quit. I don't care. He was a third string. It's like, yeah, but but I'm a first string. He was exactly. And you already got a job working for your old man. Fact of the matter is, I should be coming to you, and I need money. And he's like, he's like, right. <laughs> Good pep talk. This coach. conversation didn't make any sense. And he's like, hey, thanks, coach. Because like I said before, me casa su casa. I think he well, lives in his office. He's got all that chicken in front of him. He's shaving. And he's also chewing gum. <laughs> and he's always chewing gum like and he's all like, moving. Are you really eating that chicken and shaving that face while you're chewing gum? Yeah. He's <laughs> busy, man. You ain't got time for all that. All right. So Scott wa- uh, is walking to work. Uh, and Boof accompanies him. Boof is, uh, we get the impression this is her friend, and they're walking from school, and as they're approaching, Styles pulls up on his Nova, and he says, Boof, how the hell are you? Then Scott says, say no. She says, no. It's says, great talking to you. Drops away. <laughs> Boofs? What are those sweater vests? Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's not even like a vest. That's the fashion choice we're about. Let's talk because about Pamela Wells. It's, a, it's not like a cardigan or something that buttons up. It's like a vest you slip over your head. Uh-huh. What is that? There's and she has multiple colors. She's got multiple colors. She's always dressed monochromatic, one color. Pants, shirt, vest, all I mean... Yeah, the one scene she looked like a Power Ranger. She's all purple. <laughs> with a light purple vest on. I'm like, what are we doing here? It buddy? was the 80s. I mean, it, it was. There were some fashion choices yeah. in this movie. This is the middle of the 80s. Shit had gotten real at this point. Everybody's telling Frankie to relax. This is where we're at. Tell <laughs> All right, so as they walk and talk, Scott tells Boof that he's tired of being average. And she's like, you know, you're, you're a great guy, and people like you. He's like, eh, why won't Pamela Wells say two words to me? She's like, you could do a lot better than Pamela Wells. <laughs> he says, who? <laughs> Boof is like, ah. Oh. She's thinking, know. me, pick me. Me, you <laughs> dumb fuck. Anyway. So at the, at the store, Scott tells his dad, oh, we got our ass and kicked seventy-one twelve, And he's like, oh, well, it's all part of growing up. Don't take it personal. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I kind of feel like it was my fault, though. And just then, he has a piercing sound. He hears this piercing sound. He's like, oh, God, my ears. Doesn't bother the dad. <laughs> or, or well, he's, old, he's older. He's older, mm-hmm. yeah. He's used to it. He's, he may be that old deaf dog like yours. He's not deaf. He's just loud. (laughs) But, so he's running around and he's like, what is this? And he's knocking over things. And we find this little kid and he's blowing a dog whistle. And Scott's like, dog whistle? The fuck? And you think his dad would have taken note of this? The kid's like, like, it's broken. Because it's a dog whistle. I can't hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you think the dad would be paying more attention to this. So Scott has to deliver supplies for the school play. Mm -hmm. And so he... That's part of his job is he delivers hardware for his dad, who owns the hardware store. So he goes back to the school, he's carrying all this shit, and he runs right into his principal. And his principal, and he drops the tape out of his mouth, because that's how you carry tape is in your mouth. Yeah. You, know, you put it on your wrist like a bracelet. Probably <laughs> no. So then he drops it, and the uh, principal, principal Thorne. Thorne finds it and throws it at him, so he has to drop everything he has. Dick move banner in the back. All right, so we get to Pamela, who's acting. I guess that's what you call it, quotation marks. But is she a good actor that she's a bad actress in this? or uh, I don't know. 
So she's acting like she's just a dude playing another dude. Playing another dude. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? But she seems to be the only actress in this play. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the even at the full dress rehearsal, I think it's the just, just wants to, her. Uh, Pamela, her, and, and he uh, keeps telling her to do it more sensually. Yeah, well, I was like, oh, I'm gonna says, get to that. This is inappropriate. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. <laughs> Kirk. He says, he keeps calling no, no, Kirk. I want to feel you. I want to smell you. Hurt me. Is what he says to a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. And then you hear a crash. And it's, what was that? Oh, sorry, sorry, sir. That was me. What do you want from me? Hmm? What do people want from me? Like he's a big time fucking professional. Yeah. <laughs> You're directing a high school play. Yeah, it's weird. Of one fucking person. No one's coming to see this in Beacon Town. No. He's like, I've bought some from the Harbor store. He's like, oh, my can of ecru or whatever. He's no. like... Can't have mauve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Am I right? So then he goes to check it, and I said mauve, not turquoise. I don't know what these colors mean. <laughs> mauve is purple, turquoise is green. That is true. <laughs> yeah. That lipstick color I was wearing earlier, it's mauve. mauve. Ooh, it looked great. It's like a pinky purple. It looked great. Turquoise Some people say mauve. It's more like this. <laughs> turquoise is Carly's favorite color. Sometimes people say mauve, and sometimes people say mauve, and I don't understand why someone will pronounce it mauve. <laughs> if you pronounce it mauve, you have to say, bitch, get out the way. Oh. <laughs> you say, bitch, get out the way. All right, so, while uh, Mr. Lolly is going through the supplies, I Scott... We have a bitch. It's way better than just one. Shh. Scott asks Pamela, hey, are you going to the party tonight? Because uh, if you are, I'd like to take you. I got a van. That's creepy. Don't ever tell a girl I have a van. Yeah. I'll take you. Get in my van. (laughs) She's like, I already have a ride. As Nick comes up and is like, maybe you're just acting like a basketball player. And she tells him he just delivers hardware, Nick. And then she leaves in this dress sweater with a belt. Mm -hmm. And white pants. It's a sweater dress. This is an outfit from the 80s. <laughs> that belt is amazing. Like, it is six inches at one spot and a quarter of an inch in another. Yeah. And this thing is just working it. It's amazing. All right. So. I didn't think that was weird at all. <laughs> I saw that outfit was like, Move that's slows. a belt. Yes. That outfit? I mean, it is very 80s to wear leggings under your sweater dress. But that belt, they still sell today. Yeah. Hey, mm. smart. It's always smart. <laughs> Fashion's come and go, but smart, still smart. Well, there's that. All right, so we These cut the styles. This are totally still a thing. Scott, styles was trying to buy beer, so he puts on a hat, sunglasses, and he has a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, <laughs> and he's like, "So it's disguise." The boss says I gotta pick up a keg of beer. He called you, didn't he? And the guy's like, "Yeah, he did." He goes, "Yeah, the boss throwing a party for a guy who just got out of the gravel pit." <laughs> It's like, Which means style called him on before he came over. Yeah. You're laying it on a little too thick. And he, he's like, I got plenty of bread. And hands him $3. Here's a little extra for you. And the guy's like, I need to see your ID. After Sport. he takes the money. <laughs> yep. So then Styles leaves, hops into his car, and there's Lewis, the other friend. And Lewis says he doesn't even like beer. Styles says, never say Die. die. This doesn't come up again. Also, apparently, they won't let him in this party if he doesn't come with a keg of beer. Yet, he seems to be in charge of the party. And this Lewis kid just disappears. 
poof out of the script. No, fell he, off the page. They explained it why. That he's afraid of the werewolf, but it's so dumb. That's why he goes away, because he's not away. If you look, Lewis is in the background the entire movie. But we should see him mend fences with... Because he's afraid... We should see him mend fences with... Well, Scott. he didn't have time for that. He hooks up a booth. All right, so back at the old Howard house. Uh, Scott tells his dad over dinner that he wants to quit the basketball team. And his dad's like, well, why? And he goes, ah, I want to be in the school play. He goes, theater has its place, I guess, but what about your commitment to the team, to the school? Mm-hmm. He's like, right. He's like, this team is terrible. <laughs> no, no, right. So St- Styles interrupts and says, uh, he says hi to everybody and takes some food off of uh, Harold's plate. And without even looking, he says, Styles, nice shirt. It says obnoxious on it. Yeah. Obnoxious the movie. <laughs> Style has some pretty cool shirts. And they're and they're walking out and uh Scott and Scott's a very good kid because he asks his dad, is this okay? Because he's leaving the plates on the table. And he's like, Dad's like, Yeah, go out, have a good time, you knucklehead. And so they're walking out and Scott looks, he's like, ah, like he's got a rash. And he asks Styles, Hey, you know anything about a rash going around? And Styles like, Why? You're looking to catch something? He goes, No, I'm serious. He goes, No, but I heard uh you know, Mr. Murphy, the shop teacher? Yeah, he got his dick caught in a vacuum cleaner. That doesn't have anything to do with a rash. No, but that's something a teenage boy would say to another yeah, teenage boy. Yeah, <laughs> Does seem newsworthy. <laughs> All right, so back at the old liquor store, Styles is trying to get Scott to take a, a water gun, put it in his pocket, and point it like he's got and a real gun. rob the liquor store. No, no, store. he says... Always says, give me a keg, buddy. And then you pay for it. That way he can't say you robbed him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use his style's logic. And he's like, right, all right, give me the gun, gun. Give me the money, money. And he takes the gun and throws it in the van. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to try and buy it. Meanwhile, Michael J. Fox is in his 20s in this movie, but he looks like he's 14. He looks like he's 14 now. <laughs> Where everyone else looks like they're about 30. So this is the last person you want going in there trying to buy a yeah. cake. But anyway. So- I thought, though, I thought, though, I'm not going to lie. I thought maybe the liquor store owner knew his dad. <laughs> and it's the 80s. He probably might would. be like is this for you like he, he said you know my dad asked me to come pick up this keg if he might do it <laughs> well that's not the angle we went his the dad one, is a prominent store owner because, in the area but we don't because the because my dad who's lives alone needs a keg of beer needs yeah. his whole keg of hey, beer hey look maybe you buy in bulk well he maybe just bought a six pack or something like did he need a whole keg no clearly when we get to the party and there's we'll 27 of them <laughs> so scott comes in and he's like i'll have a keg of beer please and the guy says you don't say <laughs> so how much is that you got any id sonny why don't you kids get it through your goddamn heads no id no goddamn beer can't you get it through your thick skull so now you look in on scott and his eyes start glowing red and he says give me a keg of beer and the guy gets freaked out and scared and runs away. And then he grabs a pack of donuts. The powdered ones, you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? He says, and these. <laughs> so we find out that, I mean, now we see Styles driving. And now Lewis was sitting shotgun. But now Lewis is in the van with Scott. And the keg is riding shotgun with, with Styles. So Lewis wants to know how he got, how'd you get the, how'd you buy that beer? He goes, I just asked a guy for a keg. He goes, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And he's like, so tonight's the night, Lewis. Pamela Wells is going to be there, and so am I. And he's like, and so is Mick. He goes, yeah. <laughs> and Tony is like, Tony and I are both like, every every one of these movies, the the dude wants the most 
pretty popular girl in school, and she always has a boyfriend, and he obviously, always doesn't care. <laughs> obviously has a boyfriend, yeah. Oh, yeah. And We're going like, to talk about well, this more later. No, Scott's like, no, they're not going together. They're not. And, and Lewis is like, oh, they are. They're they 100% going are. together. He's like, Mick is like 20 years old. The only reason he's still in high school is because he did time. Time. No prison. <laughs> Meanwhile, the actor was 27 at the time. Actually, wow. all of the all of the actors in this movie were in their mid twenties. Yeah. Except for Lewis. <laughs> Except for Lewis, who was <laughs> he was only like nineteen. But still. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so Styles pulls up. Was like, hey, pull over, pull over. He's like, what? We just go to the party, man. He's like, hey, surf's up. Oh, oh. Then he makes Lewis drive his car. He's like, I don't have my license. He goes, Lewis, just drive the fucking car with the keg in it. With the keg in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? That's not going to go wrong. Yeah, we may have stolen at gunpoint. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. We, we just know we came out with it. Yeah. That's called deniability. But don't worry, we're not going to do anything that will draw any attention. No, of course not. Yes, we are. 100%. Hand stands on the back of a van. No, no, he doesn't do that. Oh, no, he doesn't do hand stands. That's right. He just so Styles is, says, surfs up. So he takes his shoes off, puts on a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses at uh-huh. night. And gets up, and we hear... Better be damn cool. Everybody's live and uncool. <laughs> so then we hear Beach Boys going surfing. Or surfing USA, rather. And I've tried this. Oh, no. Have you really? Don't do this. I will not. <laughs> so There's no way I would ever... If I knew right. anybody that had a van, once I was old enough, I would have done it. But I was in high school, so we knew a guy who had... Well, he didn't have a van. His dad had a van, but he had the mm-hmm. van that day. So everybody had seen this, and we all wanted to try But we didn't go very far. So I got on top of this van... And it starts moving. And you've ever been inside of a van when it's moving? Uh-huh. All right, you're like, oh, not so bad. But when you're on top of that motherfucker, <laughs> it's scary. And they're going fast. Yeah, we weren't going. We went about idling speed for about three houses. And I was like, I'm good. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Too well, scary for dangerous. you. Don't so do this. when you notice this this actor, he doesn't move at all. Like He's yeah. kind of like moving. Look at his feet. That fucker ain't moving. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that van wasn't moving either when yeah. he was but that's very slow because I had a real wide stance (laughs) (laughs) but anyway well you would have to or you would fall right off exactly well at one point during this so they're surfing USA Scott looks in the mirror mirror window whatever and sees he's got wolf ears this understandably freaks him the fuck out (laughs) yeah and he lets go of the wheel to touch his ears and this causes Styles to fall down Styles yells wipe out he's a little excited about it then he sticks his head in the window while they're driving. Mm-hmm. He says, you're right up there? And he goes, no sweat. Just watch those waves. Sure. I think Styles was high as fucking yeah. giraffe ears. He was something. Definitely. All right. But we'll get to Styles' uh, drug use later. Um, so It was the 80s. They get to the party. <laughs> it was the 80s. And Styles does a front somersault off of the van into his own car, puts on his leather jacket, and grabs his beer... And goes inside. This party is fucking packed. Oh, packed. Yeah. Like there's yeah, people even, in the on the front lawn dancing because they can't get in. If I came home and somebody had thrown this kind of party in my house, I'd be so pissed. Even for the movie teen parties, this place is packed. This is like is every person from club. four high schools in this house? Yeah, yeah this is like. I, Barely people can move through the house. I've been to high school parties. They were never. This no, time. me mm-hmm. neither. Never. Nothing like this. And there was never beer at those parties either. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, Scott walks in and spots Pamela. So he goes up and says, 
Hey, are you looking for somebody in particular? Not she looks you. him dead in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Soul. Yeah, she does. Not you. Ice grills him. And the best part Not is Boop you. is standing there watching this and goes, see, there you go. She said two words to you. And then fucking walks away. He's standing that there like. That was a burn. Yeah. That Ouch. was a burn. <laughs> yeah. You smell burnt werewolf? Because she said that bitch on fire. Like, I game, smell hair. Game ovaries. You're yeah, not going after her anymore. Yeah, that's done. She says yeah. some shit like that yeah. to you. You're done. Uh, so Styles walks in with his beard and he goes, "Did I pull, um, pull, out, uh, pull out for you? Come through for you, big fellow, or what?" And he, the guy's like, "Yeah, uh, put it over there. If we don't get it tonight, take it home." Meanwhile, How many kegs would you say are in there? At least ten. What was <laughs> that dude has a receding hairline, by the way? The dude he gave the keg to. <laughs> I was like, "He's in high school." What is happening? <laughs> they didn't, maybe no, that's no maybe, for hurt in this movie. <laughs> maybe that's the parent of the per, maybe, maybe that's the guy. Maybe that's this guy's house. This or is like the football coach is throwing the party. Yeah, you pay. This dude in kegs to I use his house for your parties. Girls. I get older, they stay the same age. Something. What was the movie? Was it Can't Hardly Wait? The movie where the guy spends all his time trying to get a keg? Yeah. And then he brings it to the party. He's like, I got a keg. And they're like, yeah, put it in there with the other ones. And there's like 20 kegs. Like, that's this movie. That's this I movie. don't think yes. that Can't Hardly Wait has that story. No, that's okay. this movie. No, Can't that? Hardly <laughs> Wait is the whole night the kid's trying to give the girl the letter. I just remember there was a party and, and that, that scene happened. Mm. But. Yeah, this one. <laughs> okay. All right, There's, so... They might have redone it in another movie, but I can't think You of could Google it. How many parties were the... I brings a useless keg. <laughs> I'm sure there's a listicle somewhere. Well, while you look that up, let's get to the weird sex games that happens at every high school. Yeah, what the hell are they... So we what in, in the fuck? <laughs> so we start with... Styles is now the game master... And I can see him being a, like a game show host in his future. Because he has like the mad magician's assistant lady pulling names out of hats. I think this is his girlfriend. Yeah. So all of the he does not have a good. Um, well, she's with him. <laughs> a I was lot. gonna say a goo friend, a girlfriend. Right, so the way that this is set up is we do have the assistant who has all the girls' names in the hat. Yeah. Now all the girls are given names of boys. Yeah. So when you get your name pulled, name pulled out of the hat, you give the boy name, and then you have to play whatever sex game Styles comes up with. But let's talk about for a minute that there's a. It's uh, a matchmaker game. Yeah, there's a man and a woman on the floor, and they're under boobies, and they're, they're covered in whipped cream. I think they're tied behind their back. And they're tied behind together? their back like they're trying to get out. And yeah. all they ever do is wiggle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ten minutes later, we get back, and they're still fucking they're wiggling. They're still on the ground wiggling. <laughs> and like I'm like... The most fun game. I'm, I'm a grown-up old lady going, but the floors... <laughs> So that's, where, that's where Elaine keeps her M&M's. <laughs> I mean, it's no, not I a keep them in my floor. pocket. It's a wood floor. Yeah, yeah somebody's so, getting a sticky, gross floor. So we see that Pamela has Scott. Yeah. And Booth has Malcolm. And let's talk about these sex games. And we come over to, whoa, help me, Rhonda. And he goes over to talk to Rhonda. And he says, what do you want me to do? Give me the name of the little piece of paper we gave you. And it says, Chubby. So, whoa, we have Chubby, who's wearing his sunglasses on his head, yeah. like you do. Because he's a really cool dude. I think it's funny how much screen time Chubby gets. He gets <laughs> yes. a lot of screen ch- time in this movie. They really let him, as a supporting character, breathe. He yes, does. Yes, yeah. So, um, now the assistant comes back with a bowl of Jello, Green Jello. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the best of Jellos. Not, yeah, that, that was, I mean, Jello is cheap. Love, Come on, fuckers. I like lime as, as much as the next chick, but lime Jello is not where it's, it's like, at. No. So, Always te- go red with your Jello. So Styles <laughs> tells, exactly, Styles tells Chubby, Chubby baby, you gotta eat. 
this whole boat. Okay. He's like, shit. He's like, all right. I was and Rhonda says, what would you like me to do? And Styles says, hold the jello and puts the jello down her shirt. So Chubby picks her up, is a motorboat and son of a bitch, and they leave. We assume she's into this because she's smiling yeah. and giggling. Yeah. I mean,. I mean, okay. I mean, you're playing she knows, the game. I guess you're open. If you're to playing sex the game, you're obviously in on it, and you, you you see the name, so you can just go. You know what's going to happen. You, yeah. you know, it's just taking it like. I'm I mean, I've, I've the played, amount of kegs, they're all kind of drunk too. Yeah, so. I haven't played this, but I've played stuff like this before at parties. Never played. And you got to be like this. You got to be like, look, okay, we're all in on this. I don't. Right? I don't want to play this. <laughs> This I do not Nobody want wants to play this. <laughs> I assure you, fair. I don't want to be tied to somebody and cover no. whipped cream in my underpants either. <laughs> I assure you, we go to a party and they're handing you names on these paper. We're fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Oh, John, Elaine, we're glad you're here. Take your clothes off. We got whipped cream. Now <laughs> tie each other to it. Wait, what? <laughs> we just got here, dude. Can we get like? No, because you assume that at some point before they got naked on the floor. They had to pull a name out of a hat. Yeah. We, we're joining them mid-game. Yeah, that's true. But we get there, and it's they're like, okay, well, we're going to put your name in the hat, and here's a name. We're leaving. Yeah. Like, I'm old. I think, first of all, I had to get to a party. It's <laughs> better not that's be one of those great... fun wedding games at your wedding time. That's a great Damn question. It. How did we get to a party? We have to change everything. I know you were going to have to cancel all that whipped cream no, and jello. No spin the bottle, none of that. <laughs> so anyway, we're on to the more sex games. Okay. Oh man! So next is, boof, and uh, she so they ask her, "Well, who do you got?" And she says, "It's um, Scott." And you, whoa! And she says, "Boof gets the Howard boy." And Pamela looks at her name and goes, "Huh?" <laughs> Pam doesn't want to play with Scott. <sighs> She's not interested in him at all. I get the idea that someone set that up. That she got <laughs> yeah, Scott. yeah. But anyway, so. Um, I'm sure Styles was looking out for his boy. Scott says, "You know what, Styles? I don't know if this is a good idea because he doesn't want to do this with Boof." He says, "Also, Scotty, he's not he... feeling very well." <laughs> yeah, he's and he sweating. Just had ears. Wolf ears yeah. on the way here. Shit's weird. <laughs> I so, like the part when he tore out the patch of hair. Yeah. yeah. What? Like you could do that in that movie? Scream. He's like scratching and itching. And... So Styles tells him, "Don't worry about it, Scott. You're gonna love this. Matter of fact, it's the grand prize." And so he's in the middle of the room, and he does like this backwards butt thing. People get out of his way, and he says, two minutes? I'm like, I played this game. It's seven. Yeah, <laughs> seven minutes ahead. Yeah. Like, this is common. Yeah. I mean, not lately. <laughs> what? When was the last time you played this game? She asked suspiciously. 1996. When we're not, we're not here, Carly, this is what they do. They're like, we got this game! <laughs> and Elaine's like, who's it going to be? <laughs> you! Yay! And they go in the closet and make out, and they're like, They set a timer. Only seven minutes. You know what's funny? We use use this room. (laughs) As a matter of fact, that chair. We call it the Teen Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Try it when you get home. The Teen Wolf. (laughs) They go in this closet, and we see a huge... Huge. Oh, yeah. She's got a move. <laughs> and there's a light up in the closet when you see it from that perspective. But when they open it back up, it's this little ass closet. And it's with like three, three jackets and there's no light. I'm like, okay. But I guess for the, so you can see what they're doing. You got to fit the camera in there. I guess you had to use the bigger closet. So, and he tells her. These are 80s cameras. They're like basically <laughs> particle size beams. of this room. Yeah. And, he, and she, he tells her, you know what? I, uh, I feel a little weird. She's like, how do I feel? I'm like, oh, Ooh, she's snap. She's yeah, she is. She wants him. She's got what's called a lady boner. <laughs> and he does kiss her. She caught a wedding. Yeah. 
And then... But then he gets too into it. Well, because, you know, she's like, hey, your fingernails and... Smacks him. Now, what's funny is evidently she smacked the shit out of him. Oh, really? <laughs> and they had to come in and be like, all right, stop slapping Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had to teach her how to slap for fake. And I'm like, if I was him, I'm like, can we use the fucking real slap? I'm sure it would look great. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you look I'm at his face, sure reacted he well. says, ow. Yeah. <laughs> like she slaps when he goes, ow. So I don't think he was acting there. I think they used the real slap. But when she walks away, he scratched the shit out of her clothes. And I said, is she going to be a werewolf? No, no, no. We're going to get to that. <laughs> we don't know how this works. <laughs> we are going to get to that in a minute. First, we talk about, we cut back out to the sex games. And mm-hmm. we see a cross-dressing couple. Mm-hmm. Yes. He hands her a salt and pepper shaker. Says, take this. Tell him you're from the Board of Health and you want to check his uh, blood sugar. This dude looks scared. What's going on here? What is that? I have there's no idea. Your blood know, sugar, they take both, your blood. But they're going to Vice Principal Thorne's house. Mm. Which I don't think I want to show up at my Vice Principal's house cross-dressing with a lady with some non... Like, he said, you're going to Vice Principal Thorne's house. I don't want to. That's why, <laughs> that's why dude is like, no. Yeah. I mean, not that I've ever met a vice principal who is as into their students' lives as a 1980s (laughs) vice principal. It's true. Rooney alone from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I know. That dude stalks that man. Yeah, those are facts. That checks out. So now Styles is like, wait a minute. It's awful quiet in there. You guys think they're dead? Yeah. Well, there's only way to find out. He opens the door and you see... Like, he's still holding Nicholas her. like, what? Why would we think they're dead? Boo's hair. Boo's hair is. She's got Justin yeah. She's got yeah. sex <laughs> hair. Yeah. That's sex hair. Yeah. And then it's like, well, what's it like coming out of the closet? He caught a doggy style. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh. And she says, it's a little unexpected. This is when she walks away, and you see, it looks like the the, the dress has been cut vertically, yeah. and her back is He ruined out. one of her weird sweaters. I'm sorry. This is the 80s. That was in style. <laughs> She wore that the next day, and like, where did you get that? But it was something. I was something. concerned she was going to become a werewolf. I was concerned that why wasn't no, her black her back cut to ribbons? And how do we know it's genetic? Because we don't know yet. We don't know anything. We'll get to that. All right. I legit had no idea, and I'm thinking, wouldn't you remember being attacked by a wolf? <laughs> well, Scott goes full Dinkelman and says, "After this, I'm mobile because he's having a bad night." Mm-hmm. He's sweating profusely. He comes home, shuts the door, and runs upstairs. And the dad looks surprised by this. <laughs> I can guarantee you, when I came home from high, from high school parties, I came in the door, shut the door, and went right to my room. Yeah. My dad was nice enough to not ask me how the party was. Or what <laughs> Maybe I was he's doing. surprised because <laughs> he came home and it's only eight thirty, and he expected him closer to yeah. midnight. My dad didn't let him games like, already. He's just at going about his day. Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he emits a pheromone when he's going through the change that his dad can smell because they got the heightened senses. And it, there's a full moon. Mm-hmm. All right, so he goes Ooh. to his bathroom, and the dad goes to check on him. Hey, Scott, how you doing in there, pal? <laughs> he's changing. And he's changing. He starts America World from London. Yeah. And he's like, I'm fine. Kitty's like, let me in. He's like, no, not right now. But he's making noises as if he were masturbating. He like, says, they make this whole he joke. Goes, he goes, uh, no, dad. Uh, no, not this dad. It's like, <laughs> you leave. Okay? <laughs> this is your son. You hear that, you leave. Yeah. But what if you think your son might be turning into a werewolf? And you just got to check to be well, sure. And we And we know that. He's like, he knows this is what happened to his son. Yes. He's like, Scott Howard, this is your father speaking. Now open this door right this instant. He goes, okay, Dad, you asked for it. Opens the door and he gives him like a her. And there's his dad 
full wolfed out. And he's like, you son of bitch shit. He should have screamed. The only appropriate response to opening the door to a werewolf is a scream. I'm sorry. Even, even when you're if, a werewolf. Even when you're a werewolf. <laughs> he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute, Dad. You knew about this? You knew about this and you didn't tell me? He goes, well, something I, I wouldn't have to. Skips Sometimes it skips a generation. I'm someone who passed you by. Well, it didn't pass me by. It landed on my face. The dad's wolf look is great. <laughs> look at the dad's Looks wolf like beard. Sh- he like, styled his beard. He styled. He styled it. So, meanwhile, so outside, his son's turning into werewolf. So is he, and he's manicuring his shit up. So he knows he's going to look good for his son. <laughs> it's going to be his first time seeing me. I got to look good. He got the wolf clone. <laughs> So Scott not is not a hair out of place. No, a well-groomed wolf. He is has non-threatening. He's wolf. got one of those dog brushes in his back pocket. I guarantee. <laughs> so Scott goes into his room, and Dad's like, "I think we need to talk about this." And he said, "Forget it, Dad. I don't want to talk. Go away." I, I would want to talk. I, I want to talk. I'm a werewolf. Could you explain to me about the bloodline? Is was How mom a werewolf? Am I gonna Is turn just somebody me? else into a werewolf? Were you banging out mom, turned into a wolf and ate her? Like where's mom at? <laughs> mom's dead. Yeah. We know mom's dead. We well, saw what happened to Boof just from kissing. But, <laughs> you made a me. So later, where's mom at? Later Mick says that he killed his mom for eating That's, her chickens. That was the thing I was telling you about. When I was little, I thought that was canon. <laughs> oh my like, god. I didn't, I didn't realize it until later in life that it was that a it was joke. A, it was I was like, because I remember telling I was Tommy, we're like, dude, he fucking shot his mom. Because <laughs> I was a little kid, I didn't know. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I saw this up. too, and I didn't think you didn't that. Think that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, maybe this guy's an asshole shot wow. his mom with a shotgun. Yeah, we're wow. talk about it. I mean, <laughs> wolf kill his mom. Just he was holding a bowling ball. I'm just saying. A shocking revelation has just occurred on the Unappreciated Movie Podcast, folks. A shocking revelation. Oh, man, that's so funny. All right, so the next morning, Scott comes downstairs. They're looking like humans again. He's making some Nesquik. He's making a little hot cocoa. He's like, hey, it's your cup of cocoa. Because well, you can use it. You know yeah. what? If you ever feel like you're a werewolf, you just drink a hot <laughs> cup of cocoa and you'll be fine. And Sky looks at it and goes, yeah, that's everything better. <laughs> I think I'd rather have a hot cup of tea. <laughs> I think I'd rather have an exclamation. Excl- this next part exclamation is something I thought it. when I was growing up. So during this talk with Dad, Dad Harold tells him, you know, when you want to, you're going to have great power. And with great power uh-huh. comes great responsibility. I thought Uncle Ben stole this from... from oh, um, shit. From the girl Because this is the first time I had heard yeah, this. Yeah. So when you see it again in Spider-Man, you're like, they stole that from Teen Wolf? Not realizing that had come out 20 years before that. Yeah. But, uh, so do? I thought... Yeah. That's where it came from this first it's, time I heard it. So, you know... It now happens. it feels so bad because you remember the you thought that I mean, Nick killed his mom. For the shot I did think it's so funny. It is weird that he never goes back and talks to his dad about this. No, like, he's going through all this weird well, shit. The other thing is about and his dad knows. His dad has. I also want to talk. I want to point out something here because this is when the movie starts to get good. Up until the weird sex games at the house, this movie they're is not pretty. Sex games. They are hundred percent sex. None games. of them are having sex. They're just making out. Oh, you don't think Chubby hit that? No. Yeah, I don't he, think he just got it. to second base. Yeah. Um, no. Covered in jello. Yeah. I'm just saying that. that up until this point, he this movie has this. been very boring. Okay. <laughs> and also, I noticed, and I said this to John, there's no background music to this movie. Uh-huh. Didn't have any money. It's really <laughs> weird. It's only one days. One point two million. Dollars. They blew it all on and the even, beach boy. Something. Even the conversations with the dad. It's just like it feels like they forgot to write the script here. <laughs> I don't know what Michael because J. Fox then. Is. 
salary was because the movie budget. Because he goes on and he's struggling with his werewolfism, and then all of a sudden he wolfs out, and now we're in a whole different movie. Yeah, it's so weird. Back and finds out. What are you playing? Am I going to turn somebody into a wolf? Is you know, <laughs> what are the wolf rules? Yeah. Well, the another reason I thought the thing about his mom was real was because when you first see him, he's telling Booth that he had a dream about her and Pamela and a bunch of chickens, mm-hmm. and then uh, he says he shot his mom because she was stealing chickens, and then there was the chicken on the the judges or not judge the coach's desk, and then there's another part about chickens. So I was like, what are, what is all with all these chickens? Wow, your brain was putting things together. Young Tony was a, actually, <laughs> well. There's another He's another part. There was story. another part about chickens. There's just a lot of chickens. Yeah, yeah. this is Team Wolf. Don't go that deep. <laughs> so, He's like, looking like, for Easter eggs in '84. Chicken. <laughs> chicken eggs. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Um, Scott tells his dad, hey, look, I got a bad acid hook shot. I'm allergic to eggs. I have a $6 haircut. Eggs. I mean, I have problems. <laughs> I don't need this one. Tony goes, is a $6 haircut really that cheap in 1985? Because when I was growing up, they were 10 bucks. Yeah. And I was growing up in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that's a problem. Like, is that good or bad? Yeah. I was like, I Do you want a more expensive haircut? Yeah, I don't you get want it. the $20 haircut. So Not you don't 86. Look like... 86? No, this is 85. So this you is don't want to look before. like you're getting yeah. your hair cut at Supercuts or the Supercuts wasn't a thing yet. Great Clips wasn't a thing yet. Or the beauty yet. school. You want to look like you got... Some money, son. You got the twenty dollar haircut. Here we go. Here's the Roma's haircut. All right, so we're at school. Uh, Pamela's locker is is next to Scott's. Well, not next to it, but it's adjacent. Um, Pamela tells him there's something different about you. He says, "That's nice. Did you change your hair?" And he's not that interested in what she has to say this time, which is kind of funny. So Mm -hmm. Booth has a locker between the two of them, and she says, "Missed your lunch today, Scott." He says, "Oh, sorry." He apologized a bunch of times, and you can he says sorry every yeah, time. Yeah, he does say sorry. Well, that's how that word that sounds. It's sorry. Yeah. It's sorry. No, it's not it's sorry. Sorry. Yeah, if you're sorry. from Canada. Yeah, if you're from Canada, it's sorry. A. Was, was that a boot? I'm sorry that you don't know how to say the word sorry. <laughs> really? What's that machine that they used in the middle of the times to throw rocks? A trebuchet. Oh. <laughs> Someone's been studying. Trebuchet. That's <laughs> To treacher butt. Everybody knows this. This is common knowledge. Treacher butts. All right. So now we cut to Scott in class, and he's having a hard time. His teacher's talking about Romulus and Remus, how they were um, saved by a she-wolf. They would wolf. not teach that shit to a Probably not. But, you know. It's a Bible story, son. Romulus and Remus is not a Bible story. <coughs> it's also a, a, just the lore of how Rome, yeah. Rome was found. Yeah, because, you know, Rome was way before the Bible. Yeah. By quite a bit. But then in his next class, they're doing a. And his next wolf, he it's yeah, wolf. It's a book, Scott, by Thomas Wolf. Wolf, 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 wolf. He just keeps hearing wolf, 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 wolf. And then we cut to a different class, different teacher, and have you noticed Styles is in all these classes? Yeah. So, all right. It doesn't seem like it's a very big high school. No, not according to that party there was. Yeah. According to the party, this is the biggest fucking high school in the world. There's four high schools at that party. There's lots of high schools. Each high school only has 50 students in each class. (laughs) So, this last class, that's teachers like Scott, it's not easier than it looks. Come up to the board. And it's a math class, and he's, he's freaking out. And because now he's got the wolf nails. And he hears laughing, and he thinks everybody's going to laugh at him. He goes full Adam Sandler. No, we're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> and he turns around and you see Styles, who's wearing a shirt that says, "What are you looking at, Dick Nose?" 
and he freaks out and runs. And so he goes to go into the... Um, Which I remember they used to blur out when they showed it on regular TV miles. Yeah. He goes to run <laughs> to the bathroom, but there's already a kid in there, and he's drawing on the window. No, the first one is the janitor. It says the floor is wet. You can't come in there. And then he slips down the wettest, most water-damaged hallway class. ever. It's like a water slide. And then he finds the kid with the Then mark. he finds the kid in the glass. I was like, why is that floor so wet that he is splashing? <laughs> I mean, this is in between classes. They're mopping. All right, you're going to put a light fucking maybe water Maybe somebody put a cherry bomb in that toilet. Or maybe... Somebody clogged that toilet. No, the with hallways. <laughs> and no, if the toilet, if the bathroom toilets overflowed because they were clogged, then there might be water all the no, way down the hallway. No, he says it's you can't go in. And <laughs> but he doesn't. Ho- let me explain to you. You're wet. trying to fix this, and it's clear that where the janitor is standing, he says the floor is wet. Everywhere right there is dry. It doesn't get wet for a little while down the hallway. It then he starts to slip and slide. Matter. It does matter because it it does, quite you're trying to say that the water, the bathroom overflowed, and that's clearly not. But what why happened. the water's there doesn't matter. It's there for a fucking gag because the plot demands it because it's funny. Ha 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 It's a lot of fucking water. It is a lot of water. <laughs> it's, it's a comical amount of water. That laugh is gonna make me laugh. So. <laughs> so he goes to the bathroom down in the basement, and Principal Thorne catches him, and he's like, "Let me see your hands," because he's got the nails, and he's trying not to change. He says, let me see your hands. And he shows him his hands and nothing. His hands are back to normal. He's like, you don't have a marker on you, do you? He's like, nope. He goes, all right, get out of here, you fucker. And then my eye on you. And then Principal Thorne looks in the, in the sink, and it's a big old hunk of hair. At one point, we had seen him with a big old piece of hair on his chest. And I was like, is that a scar? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he yanked it out. <laughs> and he yanked like it a out. fucking boss. It was hair. God, that hurt so bad. I heard me just <laughs> looking at it. All right, so we cut to Styles' house, and they're in the garage. Styles House is looking for the stash. This big brother was his stash here for emergency. And this is a fucked up garage, man. There's shit everywhere. Yeah. He's and not s- making it better. And, <laughs> and um, he says, hey, look, I got to tell you something. And Styles says, are you a, a British cigarette? Because if you're a British cigarette, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> British cigarette. And he says, no, I'm a werewolf. And he goes, where does that scumbag keep it? And he's just looking for it. And then he wolfs out. And this startles Styles. Does it? Does it? Does he scream like a little girl? The no, appropriate no. response for seeing your friend as all of a sudden a werewolf? No. No, he's, he's like, cool. Wow. No, he's, <laughs> he says, Scott? Scotty? Uh, that is not my first question. I am screaming. And he's like, what can a teen wolf do? <laughs> I'm going to, when you turn into a werewolf for the first time, Tony, I'm going to need you. He's going to be a vampire you, first. Why would I be a werewolf? Because vampires aren't real and you... Also, and, Get to the point where if I could turn into werewolf, I probably would have by now. <laughs> I'm just saying. A little a couple years like, after. I'm going to need you to prepare, be prepared for just me to scream like a little girl. Oh, I don't it's take. Just, I was talking to John. I don't take chances with you and, and scaring anymore. That's right. It lies. I haven't scared you any ever since the incident. You've never. <laughs> Which incident? Well, the one the incident. The Oculus. There's more than one incident to speak of, sir. That was the big where, where a cartoon monster scared me so bad I almost died. Mm-hmm. And by oh. almost died, I mean broke your Oculus and was accidentally like soul murdered. jumped out like Doctor Strange. <laughs> so, next. Um, Easily startled. So, Scott finds the stash. And this excites Styles. He well, says, ooh, Scotty. <laughs> he says, I can do things like I can smell that stash you're looking for. I already which, said that. You were right there. No, no, I know. But, like, this is not like He's a dog. I have superpowers. This is like, I can smell things real good, but Styles is like, I could use this. Wow. He, you know, he says. He sees dollar signs. Right. Though. He's like, he says, this is turn, a commodity. Styles is a marketer. We're going to turn this into something 
monstrous <laughs> Like, he got over real. He's like, all right, he's not going to kill me. Oh, and, like, if Tony did, was a werewolf and just was like, hey, I'm a wolf, your first I wouldn't think he's going to kill me. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, I need to tell you something. And then turns to wolf. I'd put two and two together. He's a wolf. That's what he wanted to tell me. No, he wants to tell to you something me, else. He, just... he just turned into a wolf to cushion the blow. <laughs> <laughs> you have cancer. How do I know? I can smell it with my wolf nose and turns into a werewolf. I mean... Ooh, that would be bad. That would be a bad way to come. Anyway, so... They do say dogs can sense. I know. We get back to the, the Howard house and Boof is hanging out with Harold. And they're playing basketball and they're very laughy laugh. But if you think if these kids grew up together, if she came over to see Scott and he was playing basketball in his trousers. It's corduroys. Yeah, it's corduroys. <laughs> yeah, corduroys. But anyway, so they're laughing and Scott's like, what's so funny? And he's like, and Booth says nothing. We were chatting. Do you mind? He's like, no, why would I mind? He's like, all right, I'm out of here. And then Booth says, hey, do you want to walk me home? And he's like, I just got here. And Harold like, goes full wingman. He's, he's like, like Scott. Dude. He's like, all right. So they go. And they leave, and I'm sorry, this one of my favorite scenes is Harold playing basketball because he shoots a layup and he's like, woohoo! And he shoots the basket from like right in front. He and he's like, ah! And he's like, yeah! I want to see the outtakes of Harold playing basketball. You just did. No, no, I want to see more of this. Because <laughs> Harold is loving it. Oh, man. All right, so more walk and talk with Booth and Scott. Um, they get deep. And we'll move on. So we cut to the best basketball game. There's a coach, and it's the uh, the the academy here, and he's like, "Here's the drill. Play it man for man. You know who you got." Styles walks by. What is the president here today? Or something? What is going on? It's like a military school. Right. Um, and the game starts, and Scott uses you know gets fouled and uses his superpowers of red eye focus to finally sink one. Uh -huh. And Styles and his friends, these two girls that are with him for every basketball game, but you don't see them anytime else. Uh -huh. I think one of them was the girl at the Yeah, I think so the, too. I think, like I said, I think that's his girlfriend or, yeah. or something. So, and they fucking lose their shit like they just won the championship. <laughs> they scored a point. Yeah. All right, so a little later in the game, there's a loose ball, there's a scramble, Scott gets a hold of it, and there's a dog pile. And mm -hmm. it was near a wolf pile. Ah, and you come out, chicken pile. And now he's full wolf out, like, and everybody has this look. And if you look at Thorn, he's starting to hide behind the bleachers. Yeah, he's heard that before. This is not good. And everybody's looking at him. So Scott has the ball and he starts dribbling, and, and he, he goes down court. <laughs> he goes down court and he's like two feet taller. Yeah, he slam dunks. There was a, a stunt basketball. Yeah. Player. Um, so then everybody's looking around and the, and the ref's like, all right, I guess let's go. There's no rule against it. I'll allow it. So like, then it's like everybody. And then everybody's like, all right, I guess this is a thing. Well, the other team gets the <laughs> ball and he steals it and scores right away. And Scott runs up and goes, all right, guys. And the coach is like, all right, let's play a little ball here. Everybody's instantly cool. They're being a well -off. Yeah. Yep. Which is not realistic at all. And then for Elaine's <laughs> benefit, they hit the music. Finally, thank God. In this game, he's passing the ball to people, and everybody's scoring, and they fucking, they kill it. The Beavers finally win. Because everybody, everybody looks, now there's more than one Beaver. There's two Beavers, which is better than one. It's twice the fun. Ask anyone. So the Beavers win, and they go out for pizza to celebrate. Pamela and Mick happen to be there. 
And we see them come in. They're carrying Scott, Scott in. And they put him in a booth. And they hand him some pizza. And Pamela leaves Mick and sits down next to Scott. Ouch. And they're asking, hey, Scott, did the coach know? And he's like, I didn't fucking know. And then they, did Booth, did you know? And Booth's like, are you kidding? So they hand him a beverage. I don't know if it's a beer or a soda or what. And he looks at it. Everybody's looking at him. And he bites the motherfucker. And streams out of both sides. Yeah. All right. So the next day at school, everybody loves him. Like, he's walking around giving high fives. He does this thing where he runs with his hands behind his back for yeah. fives. It's awesome. Break, Break dances, dances with a dog, with a guy. With the one black kid in the school. <laughs> there was two. Yeah. We see these Four on the front two. page of the school paper. Thorne does say, hey, you may think you're something special around here, but I'm still vice principal. And he goes, look, hey, I'm no different than anybody else. He calls him Mr. T. <laughs> and that's when he does the break dancing. We cut to another game. And now the stands are fucking packed. Everybody's there. I mean, it's a werewolf. The <laughs> cheer- and they're winning. The yeah. cheerleaders are instantly have a wolf cheer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what is happening? And Tony was like, it's a wolf cheer. <laughs> the, the wolf, I mean, the beavers are replaced. The helmet yeah, on the mascot the is now a wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after the game, Scott has to be outside signing autographs. Yep. Like, you know, the usual things that wolves do. (laughs) Now we're in class now. He's getting A's in all of his classes. Pamela's into him. She keeps checking him out. Um, We cut to another game. And now he's he's so good. Now he's stealing the ball from his own team and scoring. So now the team's getting a little upset with him. Yeah. They're all like, we can just stand still on the the Mm -hmm. court. So after this montage, we see Boop and Scott meet up. And Scott is now looked like a human again. Mm Mm-hmm. And she says, well, Scott Howard, won't you be disappointing all your fans? He says, hey, I can't help it if the whole town's gone wolf crazy. I assure you, you'd be a lot more than just the town. Yeah. That shit would hit the news. Yeah. Even in 85, they would hit yes. the news. Oh, yeah. He'd already be the locked FBI up. The FBI would have come. <laughs> the CIA, FBI, everybody's coming yeah. for you. Anyway. And his dad would have explained that to him. <laughs> and we see that um, Styles has set up his own merch center. So, look, Styles was into merch way before these fucking YouTubers. Just, oh, yeah. These Johnny-come-latelys, hey, buy my merch. Styles was way ahead of the curve. He was, like, 30 years ahead of the curve. Um, so, he throws a free shirt to Boof. He says, Boof, I got something for you. Here you go, honey. He gives her a purple shirt that says Team Wolf on it. Pamela runs mm-hmm. up and says, hey, Scott, Kurt has a... Or Kirk... Kurt, whatever Kirk, the fuck it was. Kirk. I think it's Kirk. Uh-huh. I wrote Kirk. She has to not get her lovers confused, so they need to have the same names. Yeah. <laughs> Says, um, he's got a part in the play just for you. And he's like, well, what about basketball? It's just a small part. Just a thing. Just a... You can work around it. We can work around it. And Booth's like, here, Pamela, this is for you. It's too big for me. Yeah. And then she says, there are some advantages to being a wolf, Scott. Admit it. And leaves. And we cut to rehearsal. Scott comes out in wolf costume. Sergeant, burn the fields. When you're done with that, burn down the house. And Mr. Lolly is like, that was really something. It was not good. (laughs) He's like, thanks, babe. I love you. But he was on par with Pamela. So Scott goes to see Pamela in her dressing room. She's in her under boopies here with a robe on. I mean, a a Mm -hmm. towel. Why would you do that? I don't know. Because she wants to seduce someone. Hmm. Anyway, well, he comes in. Then why do you even have the bra on? And as soon as he comes, yeah, as soon as he comes in, he so drops. She drops the towel, and he's like, Ooh. and he, she says, "Just relax. We're all one big family here in the theater." Mm-hmm. So then she seduces him, takes takes off her bra, says, "Hey, um, do you have to 
try to be the wolf or do you have to get worked up? He goes, well, sometimes you have to get worked up. Well, what do you think about to get worked up? Takes off her bra. He looks right at her bosoms and says, different things. He says, oh. <laughs> and then she goes, did they do it doggy style, I'm assuming? I don't know. They do it werewolf style. This <laughs> Is this bestiality? Dracula a little style. Bit. Is this bestiality? A little bit, a little bit. And she says, oh, you are an animal. Is this what, where furries came from? Thorne goes to his car and you hear the wolf cry. And he knows what that is. Yes. I don't know. Maybe. I hope not, because they're gross. So next, you know, I don't want to see a red rocket coming at me ever. (laughs) So what's your post-coitus activity? Bowling. Yeah, right. And you go bowling, and she's real, and he's really good at bowling too, because wolves are really good at sports. Everybody knows this. Yes. And who wouldn't you know? What a coinky dink! Three lanes down is Mick. Mm. Mm Hmm. And if you notice this now, I want you to notice that Pamela goes and hugs him, uh, goes and hugs Scott. She's looking at Mick. Yep. Uh-huh. And he so says, did you know jealous. Did you know he was going to be here? And she says, we had such a nice day together. Don't ruin it. She's then egging she, him on. She kisses him and looks at Mick. Yep. Uh-huh. Like, all right, come over here and do your thing. Um, so Mick tell, finally had enough and says, hey, hey, that's my girl. Don't touch her again. Scott says, she's my date tonight, pal. And she doesn't contradict him. Nope. She does not contradict Scott. Now, she does repeatedly say that Mick is her boyfriend throughout this whole process. We'll get to that. But she does not contradict Scott. She was clearly on a date with Scott in front of her boyfriend. What? (laughs) I call Scott. Anyway, so this is when... um, I call pot stirrer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. She just took a day out of her relationship to have sex with the werewolf just to see how it went. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, this is when Mick hit Scott with that line. What is it there, uh, Tony? Uh, you don't know it, do you? I forget. It's something like... Your mom used to steal chickens out of the backyard before I blew her hair up with a shotgun. Right, yep. Scott? Canna. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Scott's holding a uh, bowling ball and throws it at the food court because you hear a guy on, out there, it's French fries from here to one end of the, the other end of the alley. Which, he just, and that's a lot of property damage. He looks yes. right at Mick, and Mick's like, what's up, motherfucker? He's ready to go. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I would not wish Mick Wolf to throw a fucking bowling ball at him. I would, I would to, not. What's his name from Monster Squad? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about monsters. I would not pick a fight with the werewolf. This is Officer Sapir's son. Yeah. Officer Sapir and his mom got divorced. He went to go work for Shady Brook, and his son stayed in, in Beacon Town. All right, so Pamela and Scott are walking back to her place. And he's like, hey, does that guy Mick always act like that? Um, I think that's kind of your fault there, Scott. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> she's and like, she's, well, he is my boyfriend. And Scott goes, you mean was your boyfriend? And she's like, no, is my boyfriend. And he's like, well, what about us? And she says, what about us? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and he says, back there at your dressing room, what was that? And, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> I was using you. <laughs> I just want a little piece now, of strange. Maybe they and have, instead I got a big piece of strange. Maybe they have open relationship. I don't think they I do. I don't think Mick I don't does. think so either. But, I don't <laughs> but he doesn't break up with her, which he clearly should. I'm sorry, if I see my girl at the bowling alley kissing up on some wolf dude, we're done. <laughs> but anyway, she must have that. Just so you know, that's that, the line. You know, something. <laughs> because Scott's all about it. Dog, and kissing wolves at the bowling nipples. alley. Right. <laughs> we're done. She got those dog treat flavored nipples. So, Scott's like, well, what about the, the spring dance? And she's like, I'm going with Mick. And then goes in the house and shuts out the light. And he's standing there like, what the fuck? This girl had sex with me four hours ago. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so back she to another game. At this point, the rest of the team's not even playing anymore. Chubby's eating an apple while Scott just, <laughs> just wrecks the rest of the team. Like, apparently we just have werewolves. We can just eat on the court. Who gives a shit? In the locker room, the team is, you know, um, Chubby says, hey, at least we're winning. And they're like, no, he's winning. When did the rest of us ever get a chance to play? Scott runs and takes a shower. You can see, so I, you ever notice, you can see the wolf head? Because you only ever see him from behind. So when he goes to where the shower is, you see him duck down and come up and he looks like Scott. <laughs> so he had something on his head, went around the corner, took it off, and was like, hey. But anyway, I've always noticed that. It's just one of those things. So um, Scott's like, hey, guys, you want to go out for a celebration? They're like, uh, no. They don't want to. And we so, don't have any reason to celebrate. Yeah. We didn't get to play. And he talks <laughs> to the coach and he's like, coach, I don't get it. What's wrong with them? And he's like, you know, there's three rules I live my life by. <laughs> Never get less than 12 hours sleep. Never play cards with a guy who's got the same first name as a city. Never go any, near anyone, anywhere near a woman who's got a tattoo of a dagger on her body. <laughs> now you stick with that, everything else is pretty cheap. I don't want to date that coach. He's like, okay, that you, didn't have anything to do with anything, coach. <laughs> and he's like, thanks, coach. You should know these are the rules I live my life by. Everyone does. Yeah. That's not the rules I've Also, never chase life. buses or women. You always get left behind. <laughs> no, no. It's, there's three things you never mess with. Mother nature, mother-in-laws, and motherfucking Ukrainians. That's true. That's from the Italian job. And that still checks out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the Russians are learning that. Yeah. All right. right back. So, um, Scott goes outside and runs into Styles, who's now... In a big, like... <laughs> some merch mobile. A wolf mobile. The wolf mobile. He's changed, he traded his Nova for this van. And on the side, it says wolf mobile. And Styles is like, hey, surf's up. And Scott's like, yeah, surf is definitely up. And Styles goes to get on top, and he changes into the wolf and grabs him in the ass and says, these waves are mine. Now... And Styles was trying to get him to do it earlier, and he wouldn't do it. But now he's ready. Because now he's a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> this may not kill him. If Unless he, he lands up. on silver, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> So now, um, they're like he's up there and he's not just standing there. He's dancing. He's doing backflips. He's Hands doing all kinds of shit. And at one point now, he's in a full handstand while Styles is taking turns. Yeah. And Styles throws a can at Howard's Hardware. It glitters and it yes. hits the front of Howard. And Harold looks at it and sees his son doing a handstand on a wolfmobile and he's not impressed. So later on back at the house... Um, Harold if you tells Scott. Prepared him for this change. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> if so if you broke it down to him, I when feel he was like a kid. this is the point where you ground your kid. <laughs> so Harold's like, "Hey, I haven't seen you in the hardware store the past few days," and he's like, "Oh yeah, sorry, I've been busy." Uh, you know, I was with Styles this afternoon. He's like, "Oh, I know." He goes, "Oh, you know, you saw." He goes, "Yeah, I saw." <laughs> unless there's another werewolf doing a handstand on top of Styles' wolfmobile, making a fool of himself. Mm. And he's like, "Dad, I'm trying to get a grip on this. I really am." <laughs> Um, so dad asks, is everybody still, um, giving him shit? And he's like, he's, he's like, yeah, I have problems with Nick, the entire, uh, Lewis and the entire basketball team. And Mr. Thornton. He's like, well, you dug your own hole with that basketball team. <laughs> he sounds like he's going to give him advice, but no, he just wants to confess to the fact that the vice principal hates him because he months made him pee his pants. Yeah. See what it fi we find out is that, um, oh, Harold back from Freaky Friday. Yeah. Well, the teacher is mean to you because I pissed him off in high school. <laughs> so Harold was dating Scott's mother, and Rusty Thorne had his, you know, his, his, he had the, 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 what you call it, he had the hots for him. 
and he just wouldn't leave them alone. So one day, he turned to the werewolf out of anger and made Thorn piss himself. Um, and, you know, out of anger. Turned to the werewolf out of anger. And I guess that's that, that power responsibility thing. Well, then he tells Scott he doesn't know who was more scared that day, him or Rusty Thorn, because he didn't know what he was going to do as an angry wolf man. Especially when you're in puberty, you got all those feelings. And the hormones. the hormones, yeah. Plus the werewolf hormones. A week later, you tear the girl out. So speaking of the girl, Scott goes outside and says good morning to a dog, and Boof's there and says good morning. He's like, hey, Boof, what's up? He says, why does anything have to be up? I just thought I'd walk to school with you. Didn't you have a van? The the van was the hardware van, so I think that's his dad's van. And he hasn't been going to work. He took the van to the party. Yeah, but he was going I guess to he's work clo- back then. I guess he's close enough to the school where he can walk, though. So they walk and talk, and, you know, hey, you guys plans for a spring dance? No. And he's like, well, why don't you go with me? And she's like, I want to go with you, not the wolf. And he's like, I can't do that. Everybody likes the wolf. And she's like, everybody? All right, almost everybody. <laughs> but, you know, everybody expects the wolf. And she's like, well, then I'm not, you know, I don't have a date for the dance. And he's like, sorry, Boof, I have to. And she's like, okay, cool. She, and he's like, will you still dance with me? And she says, yes. Phoebe Grapes. Tickle my paws. Don't push it. <laughs> so the Bee Gees play, mm-hmm. and he gets and puts on his white suit. This is what I'm wearing to your wedding. Okay. <laughs> a white suit. White suit. You're not supposed to wear white to a wedding. She's not wearing white. <laughs> <laughs> it's common courtesy. Oh, sorry. All right, fine. God. You don't know what color she's wearing. I don't know what color I'm wearing. Nobody's <laughs> seen this dress except for Jessica. Okay. That's true. Anyway, so the the Teen Wolf blow dries his hair because he got some tips from his dad. About proper pelt maintenance. <laughs> Harold's, you know, quaff was expert. Yes. You know, Scott's looking a little rough. So, yeah, but he he's, find- he's, he's, it's going to take him years to get to his dad's level. <laughs> now he's got to go to a pet groomer. Yeah. Like, nobody True. starts off perfectly groomed. you got to practice. Yeah. So anyway, so now bad 80s dancing inside the gym. <laughs> and Scott shows up, and the music stops, and we hear, dum, do, 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 do. and he walks in, he's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Oh, wait, Lewis. He says hi to Lewis, and Lewis looks at him and doesn't say a damn thing. Now, what I haven't mentioned is, um, he mentions that, hey, Lewis has been avoiding me, right? He's scared of me. And you see Lewis in the background of the, of the movie, and he's just not saying shit anymore. He doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You see him, he'll be standing next to Styles, but if the wolf was around, he's gone. So Smart guy. Yeah. And then um, Boof is in the middle of, this, of the dance floor. She must have been standing there waiting for him or just Her booking. and Styles were dancing. And so everybody's chanting, Wolf, 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 Wolf. And then the song Big Bad Wolf comes on. And he asks, you still want to dance with the wolf? And she says, your people or your public wants you. You can call this dancing. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Because first he like does this like old man thing and then does like the claws in the air. The thriller, thriller dance. So yeah. it, no, no, thriller's much cooler than this. But, <laughs> and he does this thing where he's like, and he's shaking his, his, his shoulders and then claws. And then every once in a while he does this like, I'm scratching you, I'm scratching <laughs> you, but there's no rhyme or reason to it. And the best part about this is that's a stunt dancer because Michael J. Fox can't dance. Wow. <laughs> so That's a stunt not dancer? Not really dancing. <laughs> they had to get somebody else to do this. Wow. Now other people start doing it too. Yeah, like, so now the whole gym does it like in every high school movie yeah. ever. The entire high school knows this one dance. 
My favorite one is that one, whatever Usher one's in. What's that one with Usher? Where it's like, all right, do that dance I taught you. Because that at least makes sense. Yeah. They explain why everybody knows the dance. We did that movie on this podcast. It has Matthew Lillard in it. Yeah, that asshole. But anyway. That's, um, she's all that. She's, she's all, that. all that. But anyway, at, the prom. at least that makes sense. Cause at they, the prom. They yeah. explain why the entire school knows the dance. Hey, do the dance I taught you. Not this one. Everybody just... Knows the wolf dance that I mean, he it's made like up on. Shake the spot. your shoulders, do a wolf. Look, Encino man. Some people just make up a dance. Yeah, the tapioca. I'm saying <laughs> he was very skilled at making up dances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right, so during all this, Booth takes Scott outside and leaves everybody else doing the wolf dance because you're a big bad wolf. Um, and she kisses the wolf. Chicks are into the wolf. Yes. They want to bone down the wolf. But no. she kisses him so much it turns him human. Damn. That's some shit. That's a good kiss. I don't know. Boof has got it going on. It's like a on. Walt Disney kiss. Turns him back to human. Like yeah. That. The power of true love. Too blave, that's right. <laughs> Too blave. So now he's in human form, and they go in, and there's regular 80s music on, and actual Michael J. Fox is dancing, otherwise known as wiggling back and forth. <laughs> And Mick sees this now because he's at the dance with Pamela. Takes off his jacket and punches Scott. Woo, lays him like down. Like he should. Like he should. Yeah. And then says, stay away from Pamela. She's mine. Stick with your own kind, freak. Like that little tramp. And you hear, ooh. And then you look I at mean, his I mean, seriously, eyes. you don't talk shit about Boof. She's a yeah. nice girl. Yeah, Boof is a nice girl. That was going If I have far. a choice between Pamela and Boof, I'm going with Boof. Yes. Every time. Every day. <laughs> Twice on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So anyway. So this upsets Scott, and he turns into the wolf and rips um, Mick's shirt. But how about the control on this? Not yeah. a scratch on. Mm. No. Like, he, this isn't boof scratches. Like, nothing. He just ripped his shirt. And Pamela now is going, what the hell's wrong with you? You're just some kind of animal. It's like, he should have been like, I was to you. Yo. <laughs> anyway. So then, or, you liked it last night. <laughs> so then, like, like the, everybody's rocking. laughing except for Styles and Lewis. Because Scott was pissed off growling at Mick until he looked at Lewis. Lewis wasn't scared. Lewis was disappointed. Looked at him disappointingly, and Scott left. Watch it again. Look at, look at Lewis's I don't face. Fuck your movie. <laughs> so then, he, so then, Louis, I mean, Scott leaves, and just then, Thorne follows him outside and says, "You know what? You are never going to play basketball again. Why? Because you're not going to be here anymore, Mr. Howard. You're out of here." And I'm like, "For being attacked?" Well, he <laughs> did. He wolfed out. He defended himself. Yes, but he was in a fight on school property, and Mick doesn't even go to the school, so he's getting kicked out too, probably. But this but is we know the eighties. They didn't throw anybody out back then. If you didn't start to fight back then, you were fine. I don't know. When Depends on whether or not the vice president. If some dude walked up and punched you in high school, you didn't get expelled. That guy did. That's some new weird shit where like, oh, you got punched, you need to go home. I didn't do anything. <laughs> like in this case, you probably got expelled for ripping his shirt off. But hey, look, he was defending himself. I mean, if you are going to let a werewolf in your school, I think yeah. Yeah, we would. We get suspended. <laughs> be There's some liabilities there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so just then Thorne's trying to throw him out. Oh, Harold shows up. He's like, son, go home. I'll Dude, are you stopped? Dad, did you follow me to a dance? Yes. <laughs> and he says, I want you to leave my son alone. He's a good kid. He's just having a rough time right now. And meanwhile, Rusty's backing up. So then Harold looks at him and growls. 
And they both look down and he goes, I knew I'd count on you, Rusty. He just walks away. <laughs> Rusty peed himself. Cut back to dress rehearsal. Pamela's in full gear and she says, you can murder my family, that whole deal. But now Scott comes out in uniform, but no wolf. And Mr. Lally cuts him off and says, hey, this is a full dress rehearsal. I need you to wolf out, wolf up, wolf it, whatever. Uh, pronto, amigo. And he goes, Mr. Lally, I was thinking, I'd rather play the part as myself. And he's like, mm. no. No wolf. No wolf. Uh, no part. What do you think? And Scott's like, F this, I'm mobile. Mm -hmm. He's like, huh. <laughs> Which, thank God, because he was a terrible actor. Yes, he was. Yeah. So now Scott. Also, it didn't. It's not like the wolf went along with the part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's a movie set in. A, I mean, a play set in the Civil War. Yeah. Because you know that old thing where they had the wolf generals. Like, they might have. We don't know about the history of werewolves. We never get that. The first time we saw. I'm pretty her, sure it'd be. You'd know that there was a wolf as a general in the Civil War. The first time that we cut to them practicing for this play, and she was like, you can ravage my body, and you can kill my family, and whatever. I thought it was going to be like a big, big bad wolf kind of a thing, and it would make sense. And then he just comes out, and he's like, all right, men, burn the fields and burn the house. And it's like, why does he have to be a wolf? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> because they want people to come yeah. see the yeah, play. Yeah, people come to play if he's a wolf. If he's yeah. not, nobody's going to come see this fucking two-person play. I get that. It's just weird. And that's when I was like, she's legit the only person in this play. <laughs> so Scott uh, well, talks to Boof and talks about how he's not going to be the wolf anymore. He's going to quit the basketball team. And Styles here just comes up and goes, wait, wait, what are we talking about? He says, I can't do it anymore. And Scott's, and Styles is like... You gonna let down me, the school, this whole town? What about me? I got a very large investment going on over there, Scotty. <laughs> hey, Scotty, do it for me. And he says, "Hey, Scott, you know, do the right thing." And Scott tells Styles, "That's all I want to do, Styles. That's all I want to do." Mm. So we're at the game, and the game is in progress when Scott shows up. He shows up late. He's late. He shows up late, and as a human, mm. he's pissed off everybody. How much does this upset everybody? The game fucking stops. Yeah, and everybody looks at him. Mick looks and laughs, like, ha we're going to win. And well, Coach at Unless one point, of us turns into a dragon. He can wolf out at any point. Yeah. <laughs> All he has to do is make that, de that decision. I do think it's funny. I was like, ha we got this. But he could just decide. You could just piss him off yeah. while you're playing, Mick. Mm -hmm. Mick fouls him way too much. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so at the game, the, co the, the crowd is hushed. The, um, the coach comes over, so where's the wolf? And he says, no, nah, not today. <laughs> the coach is like, what do you mean not today? Very much today. He says, I want to play, but I want to play as myself. He goes, all right, fine. We're going to get our brains beat. I hope you know. But he doesn't care. <laughs> and, and, Scott, and Scott tells the team, that, hey, we can do this. And the team's like, yeah, whatever, asshole. When do we see the wolf? He's like, no, I mean it. We're going to win. And they're like, okay. And they do. So now they have a real good back and forth basketball game that's. You yeah, know, they do close win. They pass each other the ball. Mick they play like a real the team. Fuck out of Scott. And at one point, um, Mick Fowlsman, he goes, What are you laughing at, Dork? He goes, That's four fouls. One more, and you're out of there. But there's only so many, there's only so many minutes left, so. Yeah. Yeah, and that's assuming he didn't get any before Scott showed up. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> well, we assume he saved them just for Scott. So, at the end of the game, it's uh, the Dragons are up by one. And Mick's covering Scott. Scott's got the ball and says, come on, make your move. And they run a play, and Scott's about to hit a layup, and Mick fucking mauls him. And the, the time runs out, and he gets two free throws. 
and Mick, instead of going off the court because you just fouled out, go away, yes. he stands underneath the basket. I was like, that's not a good place. It's 49 to 51, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It was 50 to 51. Yeah, it was, it was 50 51. It, the it. Dragons were up by one. Yeah, yeah. So Scott makes the first make one. Of them to win. Yeah. yeah, Scott makes the first one, and the crowd goes nuts, and there's a hush over the crowd. Mm -hmm. Dribble, dribble, dribble. I'm trying to build anticipation here. <laughs> uh -huh. Dribble, dribble, dribble. He shoots it. Dun, 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 dun. And it goes down, and the crowd goes fucking crazy. Meanwhile, the song that's been playing the whole game is about how we're going to win this. Yeah. <laughs> the name of the song is actually called Win in the End. Yeah. So wow. Tony was like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> They're going to lose, and someone's going to jump, burst in, and shoot the werewolf. Damn. All right, so the crowd goes nuts, and Pamela comes down to, to greet Scott. Scott fucking blows her off, you know, like walks right by her, like pushes her out of the way, and goes to make out with Boof. Now, um, Boof and Scott are making out, and Harold comes down. You know, his mm -hmm. son is making out, and he walks over like he's going to hug them both. I'm like, Harold, back up. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a moment. Boundaries, my friend. Boundaries. <laughs> We know you like her. We yeah. know you like them together. Yeah, right? Let not trying to angle kiss. any kind of weird ass three way right. with that. So, and that's the end of the movie. But now let's talk about the infamous flashing scene. You <laughs> ever Tony know? goes, All right, I'm going to point this out because it's going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> so, my entire life, we heard this was a guy yeah. with his dick hanging out. Hmm. Right. And now, with the corrective thing, we, we first of all, we, we they know who did it. First of all, it was a girl. Yeah. Oh. It's a woman who was wearing super tight pants, and when she was sitting down, she unbuttoned them so because they were just, and in the scene she stands up and they're unbuttoned and she immediately buttons them up. If yeah. you watch that that extra, she just buttons her pants. Yeah. yeah. But that's like the big thing because I don't know. Did you hear about the dick thing too? Yeah, I heard about the dick thing when I was little, and then I later listened to other things and heard. And it. and you look at it and you yeah, you can't I don't see it. It was really blurry mm -hmm. back then, so yeah. you really yeah, couldn't you see. Tell. But now with super HD and shit, you're like, yeah, that's not a dick. Yeah. That's that's a girl whose pants were open. You see your panties, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Not much, but... All right. So, and that's it. That's the movie. What did you think, Carly? All right. Ooh. I know what you thought, Elaine. You hated my movie. I did not. My favorite character was Styles. I enjoyed Ooh. him. Styles. I just thought he was funny. <laughs> I would not want to know this person. <laughs> I just enjoyed him in this movie. My least favorite character was Pamela. She mm -hmm. was the worst. My favorite scene is when he changes fully in the bathroom the first time and his dad shows him that he's a wolf too. I just, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I never had any inkling that his dad was a wolf or had any idea about any of this stuff. And then he opened the door and his dad was perfectly coiffed. <laughs> Looked like an Ewok. And it was my favorite part. My favorite line is when he asked the coach what happened to the kid, and the coach says, I don't know, he quit. He was a third stringer. <laughs> I didn't need him. <sighs> and my favorite tertiary object was the dad's wolf look. Clearly. <laughs> 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 wolf look. We really only get to see it. I mean, in detail at one time. I know, but it... We don't get nearly maybe, enough dad Wolfman. <laughs> you do maybe in the sequel. In the sequel. That's true. You do get some of the sequel, but you don't want to see it in the sequel. <laughs> Jason Bateman's was like, I hate it when you do that. Because he had wolf envy. He's, Elaine, what did you think? He's, he's Scott's I cousin, will, though, right? Yeah. I yeah. will give it a yay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
It was enjoyable. Awesome. If see? Tony was watching it, see? I would not leave the room. For your birthday. I don't know that I will seek it out, but it was enjoyable. I still don't know why you picked it for my birthday, but... Because you, I thought you would enjoy it. <laughs> I get to go next? You may go now. Oh, okay. So, my favorite character is Boof. My least favorite character is Pamela. She was Le Poop. <laughs> That's French for poop. My favorite scene is at the dance. My favorite line is, look, Dad, I have a, a bad outside hook shot. I'm allergic to eggs, and I got line. a $6 haircut. I have problems. I don't need this. She stole my line. Yep, and my favorite tertiary object is what is the what are you looking at, Dick Nose t-shirt. She stole my fucking object. Too. Damn. <laughs> I had backups for both of those. But he let me go first. He was going to pick the shirt, so I did. Um, this is a good movie. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. This, the beginning was surprisingly slow. Surprisingly. I don't remember. You never remember that beginning part being that slow. You just remember the good stuff at the end. So it was mm -hmm. kind of slow, but then I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I'd watch it again. Because it picks up. Yeah. Tony. All right. Favorite character is Scott and Coach Fine, uh, Finstock. Mm -hmm. My least favorite character is Harold, because he's a terrible dad, maybe a creeper. <laughs> he is a great dad. And Pam. Mm -hmm. My favorite scene is the sex party. <laughs> My favorite line is, look, Scott, there's three rules that I live by. Oh. Never get less that? than 12 hours sleep. Never play cards with a man whose first name is the same as the city. And never go near a lady who has a tattoo of a dagger somewhere on her body. You stick with these three rules and everything else is cream cheese. My favorite tertiary object, when you guys watch this again, is weird. But it's uh, when you go to Scott's dad's hardware store, on the register are um, these candies that are they're called orange juice. And they're, they come in little teeny cartons with orange mm -hmm. juice on them. And they also have like a lemon one or a lime one there. And you open them up and you dump them out in your hand. And they're like nerds, but it's just it's just gum. Tony always finds the weirdest, most obscure things in Tony was like, do you remember that candy? I was like... Do you guys remember them though? I don't know. No? Don't they came in little no? cartons. Like no? you'd open them like cartons and you just dump them in your hand. Anyway, it was awesome. You missed out. Great. <laughs> and it was I, gum. I, yeah, and it was just gum. It wasn't nerds. I don't know that I've seen orange juice, but I remember lemonade. Yeah, it was lemonade, <laughs> orange juice, and grape juice, I think. I remember lemonade. And, uh, I'll let you this movie, of course. All right. Look at me getting all the yays. <laughs> Why'd you pick this movie? Because it's awesome. All right. I mean, awesome is a strong word. <laughs> So my, enjoyable, maybe. My favorite character is Styles. Wow. My least favorite character, because he's awesome. My least mm -hmm. favorite character is Pamela, because she's a hoe. For show. show. Yeah, she is. And she ain't yo hoe no more. Um, my favorite scene is going to be Harold playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after a booth, though. <laughs> but he's by himself. Um... My favorite line, I'm going to go with, uh, Boof, how the hell are you? Say no. No, great talking to you. Because you all stole my shit. <laughs> I also enjoyed, you can't possibly take him seriously, not unless you're planning on having his puppies. It's a good one. Yeah. And my favorite tertiary object, I'm going to go with, uh, fuck, I don't know. Vice Principal Thorne's car. That wood paneling on that convertible, that was, that right. was pretty epic. <laughs> that was something. But no, I'm going to go with uh, the mauve paint. No. <laughs> the bowl yeah. of popcorn. The bowl of popcorn at the hardware store. I do remember store. that. Okay. I do remember that. Do you remember those? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. There was an apple juice. I thought so. 
I don't, but that doesn't yeah. mean that it wasn't a thing. I liked them. I don't remember if they were good. But and, of course, I will yay this movie sure because I picked it. Now, what I do recommend, friends, is that you watch this and this only. I used to watch the cartoon when I was a kid. That's not very good. Teen Wolf <laughs> wow, that's 2. an understatement. It's trash. <laughs> Teen Wolf 2 is probably the worst of the bunch. And MTV did a Teen Wolf series. That Don't has, watch that at all. That has nothing to do with this. And other than the fact that this character's name is Scott. And he's a wolf. And that was dog trash as well. So if you need to get your Teen Wolf fixed, only watch this movie. All right. Carly. <laughs> All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast where Tony will post a picture of the candy. Actually, here's some on eBay for $16. And you can, wow. you can discuss whether or not you remember it and whether you liked it. Here's a whole whole bunch for I mean, how many do you get? Um, That's 84 candy. You can't eat that. No. I'm no. buying that for him for Christmas. Are you really? <laughs> you can't eat it, though. Well, I mean, you can. I mean, you can. But I wouldn't. It probably wouldn't. tastes like chalk. And tune in next week on the podcast. For Tony's pick. Oh, she was supposed to pick one, wasn't I? Yeah, did you, you pick a movie for one. her birthday? I did. What is it? I'm doing 1996. She's the one. She's the one. Who's in that? Ed Burns and Jennifer Aniston. You're and not. the dad from Frasier. Oh, that's Yeah, you have. Oh. I have not. I have. It's good. Maybe I think it's free on something. I <laughs> I've seen it a bunch of times. This is a good song. It is. That's the side of We gotta keep talking your copyright laws. Oh, yeah. On Hulu. Maybe. Who? Maybe so, free on Hulu, but it says premium subscription, so I never trust free on that. Hulu's. Oh, well. Depends on your subscription, I guess. Yeah, if you have, it's probably on, like, uh, something. Well... <laughs> Tubi! Hey, you know that they changed the name of the IMDb TV? It's now Freebie. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, IMDb has name recognition. Why would you change that? You really want that, don't you? According well, no, to I mean, Amazon, we would have to have a Stars yeah, subscription. Yeah, yeah so, so it's an add on for Hulu. No worries. Not free. Is it, are we still recording? Yeah. <laughs> now we're not. 